TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. You know, everyone loves to play the what would you do or would you rather type games. Yeah, it's fun. Um, but they're usually ridiculous. It's like, would you cut off your arm for this or whatever? And mm-hmm. then it's like you're sitting there and asking these quick. But no one would ever actually pay you to do them. Right. This is a little different. Mm-hmm. A woman actually got offered $200,000 to buy her dog from her, and she turned the person down. Oh, you mean someone asked to buy the dog from her? That's correct. Okay. okay. So she wow. had this dog, and this mm-hmm. person saw it. They felt like it was the perfect species or example of the species, and they said, hey, we'll give you $200,000 for real for your dog. And she turned them down. But she got online and asked other people, what would you do if someone offered you this much for your dog? Now, she said she told her husband, no way, because the dog is like her baby, and she feels like she, quote, birthed it. Yeah, <laughs> I heard her talking about it. That's a little She's weird. She's one of those, but yeah. But yeah. I birthed this. I birthed this puppy. Mm-hmm. Which Am I really? really it's gross. my baby. Okay. Well, and you do have those people that they are convinced that having a dog is just like having kids. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't realize till you have kids how silly that is because you cannot leave your kid at home in a crate all day long. I don't leave my dog at home in a crate all day you long might either. Not, but you could. I will say this though: as you have kids, like a dog is like a, another part of just having another kid, kind of. Well, because I can. When I'm like at night, when I'm sitting there cooking dinner and you know getting things on the table, doing homework, and all of a sudden dogs ring the bell, wants to go outside and do its business, and like you got to take care of that kid too. Hmm, I make so. my kids take care of the dog exactly. kid. Exactly. Like, hey, mm-hmm. the dog wants out. Go open the door. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. you don't have a closed-in backyard. I don't. Yeah. See, I got a closed-in backyard, so I don't but have I'm to just worry saying, about it. And I mean, it's not about parenting here. It's more about like you just got a lot of responsibility, even with a dog. It's like a third child in my house. Yeah, they are like kids. Yes. Yeah. Cato says that because he don't have kids, so he's one of the people who, until you have a kid, you think it's the same. I like I don't know anything about kids. To answer this question, though, <laughs> if you think about it, all right, would you give up your dog for two hundred thousand dollars? Before I had a dog. I would have said, and I've had dogs in the past, I would have said, sure, $200,000 that changed my life. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'll go ahead and give, you know, I'll take $200,000 for a dog. Now that I have my dog, 
my my sons would kill me. Okay, I, what about you though? I I couldn't do it. I don't think. See, I, there's no way I would give up my dog yeah. for two hundred grand. Well, wait a minute. Now I know you're one. Like you had your Nordbert dog was very special to you. Right. Passed went on, and then Dermot. Dermot was very special to mm-hmm. you. This last dog's an adopted dog. That you well, have they now. all kind of were. Just to let you know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Jamie didn't birth them. But um, but yeah, Rico's a rescue. So you wouldn't do two hundred thousand dollars no, for Rico? No, he's you said part he's a of pain. our family now. Is he with the diaper and everything? The diaper's no problem. Okay. He just wears a diaper. He I'll, keeps him from peeing in the house. I'll be honest, they wouldn't give you two hundred thousand dollars for Rico. Anybody had dogs like kids? They wear diapers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I it ain't the same because the kids are a full time responsibility and the dog is a part time responsibility. I don't think I could give up my dog. I would right after I got her because I was unsure when I actually got her, but I, you know, I was with her 15 years before she passed, and there was no way in her old age I would have given her up. Let's up the game then. Five hundred thousand. No. No. A million dollars. Get rid of your dog. Well, Tori, we know you're going to say no to everything. Coda's with me until the end. That's a million dollars. Let's go five million dollars to give a dog. I was thinking about it back in a million. (laughs) 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 You you went way past five hundred thousand faster than I thought you would. (laughs) Okay, so five hundred thousand. I might would consider it, but I I might would hold out for a million. It would have to be a good home, though. (laughs) Here's where it would have to be for me. It'd have to be enough that I could not have to ever do anything again in my life, and it would take care of my entire future a million dollars would do that for yeah, me. maybe I, I think tax maybe free? two or three yeah, if it's tax-free maybe okay but I, I I don't think my wife would let me so sorry you uh, no. even for three million five no. million you wouldn't give up no. your dog your dog's about dead no. hey oh, wow I'm just saying it's wow. a don't talk that. about him like that no he, I mean how old is he oh, he's 15 and yeah. he is sprightly for 15 <laughs> I know but I mean realistically though I'm like he's only got no. a year or so I, yeah so why would I give him up when he's been with me for 15 years and selling him like ooh money bah three million dollars no. change your life no uh Tori's husband, John Tex, said he's packing the dog stuff right now. <laughs> yeah. That's going. probably true. <laughs> All right. So yeah, I don't know. It would be tough, though. I will say, even in the millions, you would feel, I think, for, for me anyway, I'd feel like crap for a long time. Is there a rental procedure, though? We might could work that out. But that villain would go away for, you know, after a couple of years, probably. I don't know. Yeah, after he's gone. Once All you right. got a new dog. So how much would it take for you to get rid of your kids? Okay. What day is it? <laughs> Are they being naughty that day? Uh, I'm I don't have kids. I don't know how. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I'd say, yeah, a dollar. <laughs> See, I told you he don't know about kids. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Kato, if you don't mind, step up to the microphone. I, I'm doing something that's a little bit different here, and I did not prepare you or warn you about this. I just want you to describe something for me today. Uh, when you were driving to work I today, know where you're going with this? Okay. Can I be excused? <laughs> you had an experience that was unusual. Yes. Yeah. What What happened? I exited onto Woodruff Road. Yeah. And, I, you know, when you exit coming from downtown, uh-huh. you stay in the far right lane. Uh-huh. Well, people coming down Woodruff Road have to get over if they're going to turn right onto Garlington. Yeah, very chaotic spot. So yeah. there were several cars in front of me, and uh-huh. all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this SUV comes zooming in past me, enough space between me and uh, the truck. Uh-huh. She scoops him in front of the truck. Okay, you said it's a she, so you didn't. Yeah. Well, uh, the car. Okay, that seems the car. assumptive. My, my car's a she. Okay. <laughs> so when cars can't drive right, so. Uh, oh, boy. That was Kato. <laughs> 
Anyway, uh, I thought that truck was going to slam into the back of her the way she jumped in between the two cars. Uh, and then she turned right into Viva Chicken right here. Okay. so To, to cut around. All right, and you're following this person because she's driving so It's crazy. I didn't, I'm not following her. I'm going to the red light to turn right onto Garlington okay. like the normal people did. Okay. Someone had to cut through Viva Chicken. And the oh. thing is, the light was green, so we're all turning. So she almost didn't make it out in front of us, but she did on two wheels. The car did. <laughs> and then I see the car pull into our parking lot. Yes, you had to follow the person right here in and our parking lot. And then I lot. realized who it was. It was Tori. It was Tori. Yeah. I will not stand for this slander. Okay. Sit down then. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Because it was scary. I was like, who is this oh my crazy gosh. person? I mean, literally jumped in between two cars and immediately yeah. slammed on rakes and turned right into Viva, uh, Viva Chicken. What's so funny is and that I'm like, wow. As both of you were coming in this morning at the same time, apparently, they came in, they were just yelling at each other, going, I can't believe you're driving like that. And Tori's defending herself. He was whining the whole way in. And I was like, did any one get hurt no <laughs> okay. I, wasn't I was just thinking wow yeah. this person they had enough room to get right in front of me lots of room just to ease over in front of me to, to jump in between two cars that were close to each other i didn't see you okay okay <laughs> but that's the scary part <laughs> <laughs> the realization though of like you know you're thinking because in your mind you're like who would drive like that i can't believe I someone would drive like that and then they pull into your same parking lot and you're following them i know the feeling well even when the car pulled in i'm like i still don't know who it is because i didn't know if it was somebody that worked maybe at uh, yeah. the chicken salad chick or you know, another station, and then I see where she parked, and that's yeah, where Toys parks. So. so for me, my I story, it happens, you. and it's always the worst <laughs> when it's like this, because you're driving, you're late, maybe, let's say, to church, and like it happened this Sunday, this person going about 25 miles an hour in a 35, 40-mile-an-hour zone, and I'm like, I'm late for church, and you're like kind of tailgating a little bit, I can't believe this person. They won't, you know, turn off. And then you're like getting closer to church and like, I need to probably back off a little bit. That person might be pulling in the church parking lot. Sure enough, this little white Toyota Corolla puts his blinker on to go into church after I've been tailgating for a while and I had to go in, repent, and you know, back. That's where I find a different part of the parking lot to go to. (laughs) No, hey, that's uh, that's the thing though. They pull in and I pull in, try to go a different way, and then they come in behind me so they know it's that white. Jeep Cherokee. I think I went on a Cracker Barrel. Yeah, <laughs> forgot about church. <laughs> but I think my thing is, after all that this morning, to cut through the parking lot yeah. to avoid turning right at the light. I got you. Mm-hmm. I got you. Yeah, go ahead. It was a waste of time. Uh, was it? Because who got here first? You literally come Thank out you. of the Viva Chicken parking lot on two wheels. Only, only on. <laughs> <laughs> but you beat us. Only a couple of seconds. It doesn't matter. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I yeah. feel like I'm on Tory's side on this. Well, you speed too. Well, first of all, yeah. that intersection. We're talking about at uh, Garlington mm-hmm. and Woodruff Road. Turning people, right on the Garlington. There's three lanes going forward, but people will get in that right lane even whenever they're not turning right, and then you can't do a right on red because of them, because they're going to turn in up a few hundred yards, and they're afraid they won't be able to get over. And not to mention, they're going so slow. Like, hustle people. It's the morning. Don't you have to get to work? I do. You know, it's one thing when you do it like a co-worker, and you're pulling in the parking lot of a co-worker. You know, it's it's funny. When I'm running late, I'll still let 10 cars in front of me. God, just go on. I'm in no hurry to get here. That's exactly. And Tori is 
conscientious. She, she wants to be here. A, she's excited. You're welcome. I care. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> About no one on the road. Well, we no, got here that's fine. Not true. They start it because they drive like they're 111 years old, and they're like, you're like, don't you have somewhere to be? Thank you. Oh. But the good thing about it, like when it's a co-worker, you can kind of just kind of, you know, have, have fun it. with it yeah. a little bit as you're coming into work. If it's church, you know, you open up and like, kids, let's just sit in the car a minute. Let those people go yeah. first. They're going to play first. <laughs> Watch them walk into church because you don't want to get out of the car at the same time after you follow that person and tailgate them the whole time and then eye each other like, Oh, it's you, huh? You just wave and go, good morning. I'm morning. so excited to be here. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Let's go worship and pray together. <laughs> Couldn't wait to get here. Let's forgive each other, too. <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that yeah, one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Got clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Okay, I want to talk about something that is very frustrating to me, and that is because people always tell us these things about how we're supposed to live our lives, and then a few years later, they change it completely. Mm. Remember whenever uh, oat brand muffins were going to save your heart, and yeah. then they weren't after all? Right. And then like you had ginkgo guloba, which was this some kind of... a. St. John's wart growth thing oh, off of trees yeah. that was going to help your memory. I thought that was a game by Parker Brothers. No, but uh, <laughs> there's a, that wart stuff also. That would be a good name for one of your toys. Yeah. Something like a wart. <laughs> yeah. But um, like everything they tell us, eventually they turn around and tell us 180 degrees the opposite or some new thing comes along and we all jump on board and then it, it's like, oh, we were wrong about that. Our bad. Well, this is another instance of that. They've been telling us that we needed to switch from sitting in our chairs at work to those stand-up desks. I would like that. Okay. Man, I see them all over the place online, too. Yeah. People standing up. Yeah. And they want to think these cabinets that we have are stand-up cabinets. They're they're not tall enough. They're not tall enough. Mm -hmm. I mean, I need them to be a little taller, but I'm slumped over here in the window with my own laptop. Well, don't rush to this because it's already changing. What do you mean? They're now saying that stand-up desk is not the best thing to do. I know. That's why I want to sit down because I'm so tired of standing <laughs> up. Well, I can change my mind yeah. like they can. It's a little different than that, Cato. The new trend is ditching your office chair and sitting on the floor. No. Yes, that is the trend. With these knees? Mm. That's what I said. I mean, I'm at the point now where getting up and down from sitting on the on the floor is like an undertaking. I, I mean, I'll wake up there sometimes. Right. But that don't mean I want to work there. 
Well, okay. <laughs> she you, know, is, you can't lay down, Kato. Oh. The, the lady who wrote this uh, writes for a website called Slate.com, and she said that we should all be sitting on the floor instead, and it's good for your body. But she's not the first to suggest it. It came from a book called Built to Move that mm-hmm. argues that our bodies aren't really meant to be sitting in chairs all day. So it's a good thing for us to get down on the floor and move around more. Um, I think that's going to depend also on uh, your floor. Yeah. Like, a, you know, we have hard floors in some of those parts of the building that would not be good for that. No. And you know, I babysit and I'll sit in the floor to play and yeah. I'll sit with my legs crossed. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes I have to wait till mom gets home <laughs> to yeah, get up. Help, <laughs> help me uncross my legs. Oh, wow. And, and you're not even I that old. I'm I like, know. I just, yeah. I, I'm not, I don't exercise. I don't stretch. I don't do anything athletic. I okay. don't walk up the steps to come to work. That's what's so good about this. They say that sitting on the floor isn't comfortable, but that's the point. It makes you shift your positions yeah. a lot more, which helps your joints, lower inflammation, even ups your metabolism. Well, yeah. I'm going to start right now. When you're playing... <laughs> with Someone put the microphone down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay! When you're playing with the younger kids, like Kato was saying, you do get in the floor, and yeah. you do have to shift positions. I'm like, at one point, I'm like, you know, I'm on all fours like a dog, and yeah, then you're sitting riding a horse. cross-leg and all that other stuff. <laughs> Can I say cross-leg in this PC society we live in now? I don't see why he, that would be off-limits. He's, he's cross-legged. If you said Indian style, it would be a problem. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cross-leg right. is okay. Yeah. If you said it by her eyes. Yeah, okay. You can't say that. You I can't say that. You can't say what? Cross-eyed. Oh, I didn't know that oh. was a problem. Yeah. So, uh, you remember, wrong. remember a restaurant we went into where you took off your shoes and you sat cross-legged the whole time? And yes. It was, the, we the, did that not long, I mean, it was a little ways back. Yes. Oh, it's those Japanese steakhouses. Yes. A lot of them will have rooms where you do sit that way. And had little cubby holes for your shoes. And by the time you get the appetizer, like, I'm done. I, you're like, yeah, I'm going to stretch your feet and you're touching the other person on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it was not comfortable not. at all. I didn't have that problem because I couldn't feel my legs by then. And you know, exactly, they're so numb, it's like you sitting on the toilet for an hour. Now, I have been at one where it's like the table looks like it's on the floor, mm-hmm. but they, you can stick your legs down in there. There's like a it's hole. It's got a pit. A pit. Yeah, okay. So I've sat in them, but I mean, that's not really sitting on the floor. You're sitting in a chair still. You just dangle your legs, though? What about the monsters? There's no monsters. They're not that deep. That's a bad. That's a bad. There's a floor under there. You shouldn't even have brought that one up. Yeah, you know what? There's also the bars. Like you go to Nashville and they got like bars and they're like saddles, like horse saddles that you sit on at the bar. (laughs) It's like you've been riding a horse all day, which is also painful if you've not gone horse riding in a while. Yeah, you get off that after riding a horse for an hour. You really and you walk in bow legged and your legs are numb. It's like you gave birth. It really is. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and I don't think, I think this, I don't think this will go over well because older people, old people over their 50s and stuff are going to complain because they can't do it. I think people like, over even, 30 are going to so, complain. I am. <laughs> because honestly, they, yeah. the whole point is it says it's not comfortable, but that's the point. It makes yeah. you shift your positions more. I don't want that. <laughs> okay, so they don't want to sit in a chair. They mm. want to standing up. Now they want to sitting on the floor. Mm-hmm. I'm like, make up your mind. I've got a better solution. How about we lay down like we're in the bed? Yeah, or just lay in the bed. <laughs> With our eyes closed, thinking about work, or saying that we're thinking about work. <laughs> okay. But, but how, how are you going to do any shopping that way, though, on Amazon? shop. Oh, I do it all the time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the main thing then is not to drop the phone on your face when you fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. 
This just in, a new study shows that a glass of red wine a day is good for your heart. We interrupt this program with an urgent message. Another study shows too much wine can cause your heart to explode. Breaking news. Antioxidants in certain red wine can cure IBS and resting Karen face. But another study shows that the wine industry causes global warming and kills puppies. With another study showing that drinking red wine can save an entire village of starving children. While yet another study shows that wine will disembowel you and leave you on the street bleeding in agony as onlookers do nothing to help but pull out their phones to video your gory demise to boost their social media likes. It seems these studies cannot make up their mind. Join us tomorrow when we have a hundred new studies on the effects of coffee. Hawk and Tom on B93.7. Well, do you already know what you have for Christmas or you got for Christmas? 19% of gifts are given before Christmas Day because the person just can't wait. Now, that's crazy because I'm one of those people, but I still manage to wait till Christmas. You do? Because if you don't, then Christmas is a big letdown. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you've already opened all your presents and let me open mine. My kids <laughs> wouldn't take them before Christmas. My yeah. kids are unusual in this area, but they don't want to ruin their Christmas. So... My daughter is very careful not to accidentally see gifts. Yep. Well, that's not all kids. No, all it's kids not. not like that. I'll get to that in look. just a second. But uh, I know that you said John likes you to open Christmas presents early, right? Yeah, my birthday is uh, coming up, and I've already opened my Christmas gift or my birthday gift like a oh. week or oh. two ago. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> he was too excited. It, that wasn't from me. <laughs> Put your name on the card. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's kind of funny because 37% of wives say they actually look for Christmas presents when the husband's not at home. You know why? They're sneaking around. Wow. Because they don't trust him. They're like, I want to see if he screwed this up or not. <laughs> Are they looking for presents or just searching through his things and finds the gifts? You're mm. like, I'm going to check up I, on him. I, I like, don't, his phone was there. She'd be going through it and all. I, well, okay. 81% of kids now. Wow. 81% of kids, 9 to 15, look for Christmas presents when the parents are not at home. And 27% of parents don't leave kids alone at the house during the Christmas season. Wow. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> because they might be looking for their Christmas presents. So uh, I remember one time yeah. the gifts were under the tree wrapped. Yeah. Okay. And our parents were gone. And I remember you'd take the little ed- one side of it and yeah, pop yeah, it up and yeah. just look at the side. So if it was in the original box, you could tell what it was. Yeah. yeah. Then we'd tape it right back up. Now, one time <laughs> my mom tells me a story when she's a little girl, she got a basketball and it was wrapped. And she would take it out and she would play with a basketball. Like she and it was like a dirt. They had a dirt goal and everything, so it had dirt all over it. The morning <laughs> she opened it up for Christmas. A dirt goal. A, a dirt, you know. Court. Uh, court oh, and, I was trying to picture gold. this. I'm like, did they yeah. build it like a sandcastle made of gold? Her parents were like, "We're going to take this back." She's like, "That is so odd. I don't know why it's so dirty. Why is it so dirty. Weird. <laughs> it wasn't like that when we wrapped it, <laughs> honey." <laughs> but twenty two percent actually open it up the present and they will, you know, peep. Yeah, peep. And they, they won't play with it, though. I mean, no. yeah. <laughs> I did that once, mm-hmm. and it was like you ruined Christmas. I didn't do it anymore. Okay. My brother and I were in what we called the white bedroom. It was an extra bedroom, and they stored stuff. And in the back of that closet, they hid a bunch <laughs> of our gifts. And so we looked, and we really regretted it. 
I never played with it, but my sister shook one of hers one time and broke it. Yeah. And so then she had to do the same thing. She had to play dumb on Christmas. She was like, oh, it's broken. God. <laughs> she must have shook it hard. Yeah, she's rough. <laughs> well, less than a quarter admit that they, uh, they never snooped around for presents. I remember the one that time. by me again. Uh, less than a quarter <laughs> of people admit they never snoop okay. around for hidden presents. They never admit. Admit being the key word. Yeah. Oh. I'm confused. There's a double negative or something. So you're saying 25% of people claim they didn't yeah, snoop? Yeah, they don't snoop. Okay. I think a lot of those people are liars, but I think there are some people that don't. Yeah. Because they don't want to spoil it. Yeah. And then uh, 77% say they never go present hunting. Like if it's around the house, they don't want to go look for it if it's not been wrapped yet. That takes energy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. When I was it's a like kid, but hunt. not now. When I was a kid, you actually cared enough to go look. You'd look under the bed. You'd do whatever you could. I don't yeah. remember doing that. Mm-hmm. I could have. If my mom's listening, I don't remember doing that either. <laughs> <laughs> well, nowadays, a lot of the parents say they set up cameras uh, that are focused on the Christmas oh. tree specifically, <laughs> so the kids will not look at their presents. That's going to be the future. We're not going to be able to get away with anything anywhere anymore. Yeah, yeah. The bathroom's the only place you might get away with something. Oh, that's why my parents set up that camera. They always told me they were trying to catch Santa. They were trying to catch me. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Dang, they're smart. Now they have cameras inside Christmas ornaments. I'll tell you what they should put cameras. They should put him on the elf on the shelf's eyes. Oh, he already looks creepy. Because he already is creepy. Yeah, and you know what? You could just have an app for that and show the kids what he's looking at all oh, the time. Oh, that would be awesome. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is as if he wasn't creepy enough. We could yeah. be millionaires if we weren't so lazy. <laughs> Hawk and Tom on B93.7. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? Nerd Wallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you.